This week on One Body Stewarding God's Creation, Peggy Feltis and Jerry Zarr talk about the Daughters of Isabella Circle 254 100th Anniversary Celebration. How did the DFI begin? What is the DFI's mission? What are they doing to celebrate their anniversary? Well, let's find out. Peggy and Jerry are being interviewed by Divine Mercy Radio's on-air host, Kelly Roper. So we have Peggy Feltis and Jerry Zur, and Peggy is going to lead us in the prayer. Okay, in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. amen. Dear Lord, please guide us through this informational interview about the Daughters of Isabella. Please make our thoughts and words a positive path for all listeners. We pray for a successful 100th anniversary celebration for Isabella Circle 254 coming up in April. And we pray for blessings on all that sponsor us, support us, pray for us, and all that attend the celebration. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. All right. So by way of introduction, um, Peggy Feltis is retired from her career at the local Social Security office, and now she volunteers for Hayes Medical Center and is the regent for the Daughters of Isabella Circle number 254. Peggy is married to Rocky, and they have three children, six grandchildren, and three great-grandchildren. That's beautiful. Jerry Zur is a member of Immaculate Heart of Mary in Hayes. She has been a member of the Daughters of Isabella for 12 years. She volunteers at Holy Family Elementary, Thomas More Prep Marion, and helps with IHM's religious education on Wednesday nights. She has one grown daughter, Sarah, who lives in Wichita. So so tell us a little bit about the Daughters of Isabella. You know, when was it founded? Why is it named after Queen Isabella? The first circle of the Daughters of Isabella was founded in New Haven, Connecticut in 1897. That's 125 years ago. Wow. As an auxiliary to the Reverend John Russell Council of the Knights of Columbus for the purpose of uniting all Catholic women in a sisterhood to achieve the following aims. One is to know one another better, to extend our circle of friends, to centralize all our resources to better help one another, and to be a greater force to contend to this pursuit of the good in our society. The ladies who founded our order were part of the ladies' auxiliary of the Knights of Columbus. When they decided to establish the order, it was only logical that they should choose Queen Isabella of Castile, who by selling her jewels helped Columbus discover America. Isabella of Castile was a woman of great faith. She also undertook numerous religious and political reforms. Everything she undertook, she did for the glory of God. She is known as Isabella the Catholic and is considered of one of the most influential figures of history. We admire her for her great kindness and her good judgment, her mighty sacrifices, her generosity, and especially for her deep faith. We also take as our model Virgin Mary, our mother, who is the messenger of love, peace, and tenderness. We seek her help and support in all our projects and endeavors. The Order of the Daughters of Isabella is a fraternal organization of Catholic women founded on the principle of its motto, unity, friendship, and charity. Unity increases our power and our strength to do good works. United, we stand strong. Friendship strengthens the ties of unity and allows us to work together more closely toward our goals. 
and charity helps us to accept and love ourselves and others as Christ lives, loves us. That's beautiful. Just and, and that was that was Jerry talking. So now we're going to go to Peggy, right? Okay, just a little more information about uh, Isabella of Castile. She had five children. She had four daughters and one son. Mm-hmm. She's a huge advocate on, on education, and it was very important to her that all of her children got equal education. Back then, you know, the daughters were not educated as well as the, the boys were, and but to her it was very important for all all five of her children to be educated equally yeah and she outlived three of her children but um, two of them passed away early the boy and one of the girls but um, she still pushed you know for the for the education and equal rights I guess for the women back then as Uh much as she could so Uh yeah she was she was a huge she was just a very important person back then. She was yeah. just very strong and pushed pushed forward for a lot of a lot of the things that we have now in our world. So, uh, as of April thirtieth, twenty twenty two, there were seven thousand six hundred and ninety two members in the United States and nine thousand seven hundred and fifty eight members in Canada of the Daughters of Isabella. And Kansas themselves has a thousand six hundred and eighty five members. And Isabella Circle 254 here in Hayes has 187 members. Kansas has 22 circles. There's 120 circles in the United States and 152 circles in Canada. And Kansas has the largest number of membership over any state in the United States or Canada. So Kansas is very, very big in the Daughters of Isabella. Yeah. And and how long has it been active around here? Is it you know, you said 125 years, I think. That's the organization. The organization. Mm-hmm. Let's talk a little bit about the mission then of okay. of the the Daughters of Isabella. Tell us a little bit about why it was formed and and what you do. Okay. The Order of the Daughters of Isabella is a fraternal organization of Catholic women founded on the principle of its motto, unity, friendship, and charity. We come together as a sisterhood to uphold the teachings of the Catholic Church, bringing spiritual benefits to our members and contributing to the common good of our humanity. By our faith, we are called to serve, inspired, and challenged to do God's work. We are committed to foster individual participation by the way of mutual understanding, charitable activities, and social interactions. As we strive for the development of all that it is best and truest in womanhood, we emerge in our communities as a positive influence to uphold the high ideals of life and morals. I feel like we should tell you what our um, circle actually does. Mm-hmm. The daughter, and, and this is <coughs> this is Jerry talking yes, here. So okay, <laughs> the Isabella Circle Two Five Four here in Hayes includes, but is not limited to members from the Immaculate Heart of Mary Parish, St. Joseph Parish, and St. Nicholas of Myra Parish. Our circle was established on April 23, 1923, with 49 members. At one point, Isabella Circle 254 had over 400 members. Currently, we have 187. Mm. Many of our members are either unable or unwilling to be active in our activities. We are encouraging all Catholic ladies aged 16 and over to consider joining our organization. As members of this organization, we participate in retreats, masses, and other special activities to develop a deeper relationship with God and others. We support one another in times of crisis and celebration. 
We do fundraising for support of churches, schools, scholarships, seminarians, missions, right to life, and other charitable causes. We pray the rosary for deceased members and their spouses at wake services, as well as participate in a member's funeral mass as honorary pallbearers, if a family wishes. And just a side note on that, we happen to have two this weekend, so we're going to have to split up (laughs) our membership so one can stay here in Hayes and one go out of town, one group. So that has never happened Ah, (laughs) since I've been a member. It's probably happened in Mm -hmm. the past. Mm -hmm. But that's, uh, you know, we kind of always held our breath and thought, when is this going to happen? But finally it did. We celebrate our members by electing a member of the year each year and honoring this person as daughter of the year and we have 25 to 50 year members that we give them a special pin at this mother daughter otters event and that's held in june in november each year we honor our deceased members of that year with a memorial service and mass followed by a meal for the members and the families of the deceased members there are numerous activities we participating involving all three churches want to talk a little bit about our scholarships we um, the Daughters of Isabella give scholarships each year. And this is Peggy talking now. Right. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. And each of our scholarships is a $500 scholarship. And the, the ladies that apply for this have to be a member of a Daughters of Isabella, have to be a, a relative of, of a member of a Daughters of Isabella circle. But we give four scholarships, one for each diocese in the state of Kansas. So Salina Diocese gets one, Wichita Diocese, you know, so on and so forth. And Right now, we are in the process of trying to find that scholarship winner, and so anybody is interested, they need to let me know, and I'll get an application to them, but it has to be in before the end of January. All right, and how would they do that? How would they contact you about the scholarship? They can either email me at rfeltus at net or call me at 785-628-1336. Okay, all right, and how much is the scholarship for? It's $500 for wow. each of the four scholarships. Wow, that's mm-hmm. really great. Yeah. That's really mm-hmm. really a huge help. Yeah. It really is, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And how do, how do they earn that? Do they? They have to uh, write up an, an essay, uh-huh. and um, our past state region is the one who, when they send it all in, why all of the inf- personal information is all blacked out and everything, yeah. so that w- when we send them to our past state regent, when she looks at them, she has no idea who these people are and where the, which circle they're from or anything. Mm-hmm. And she reads through all of the essays and decides which one is best, and then she makes that decision. Excellent. And then she lets the circle know which one it is, and then they're awarded at the uh, uh, convention or conference that we have each year. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Love that. Really, mm-hmm. really nice that you're, you're doing that um, mm-hmm. for, for college is so expensive anymore. It oh is. Oh my gosh, yeah. it's terribly mm-hmm. expensive. So, In our um, circle, we, we have many different things that we do and many different projects and that type of thing. Um, one of the big things that's coming up for us soon is in January, we sponsor the Stars and Stripes Breakfast at the VFW, and we sell tickets in advance. And any tickets that we sell in advance, we get a portion of that money as a money maker. And anything sold at the door goes strictly to the VFW. So you have to buy your tickets in advance. But that's coming up on January 8th for nice. us. Usually we do it in April. That's the month that we normally do it. Since we're going to be celebrating our 100th anniversary in April, we didn't want to have two big events yeah. in the same month. So they, 
uh, were gracious enough to, to switch it with, with one of the other organizations for us to do it in January this year. Nice. So that's coming nice. up. And then our, our meetings are usually on the second Tuesday of each month. Now I say usually because every once in a while we have to switch it around. Like in December, we have to do it the first Tuesday rather than the second Tuesday. But um, we have meetings January through June and then September through December. We don't have meetings in July and August. We start our meetings at 6.30 in the evening, and I really try to keep the meetings to an hour. Sometimes I go a little over. Sometimes it's not, not quite that long. And then after that, we have a little social time where we have some snacks and just visit and that type of thing. Nice. It's usually at the activity center of the Immaculate Heart of Mary Church. And there again, usually, sometimes we have to change to a different place, but normally that's where it's at. Mm-hmm. And when you join, our, our yearly dues are 24 five dollars a year but if, when you join we prorate it depending on what month you join and so and then there's a one-time four dollar fee for a membership new membership uh, fee but so if we, we try to work with our members to try to get them in you know and that type of thing we always need new members and new especially active members if at all possible but we understand some people are just not able to do a lot of things or time just doesn't allow for it i know a lot of busy mothers with young children and that type of thing, but it's still a really good organization to be a part of and do as much as you can, you know, together sure. and that type of thing. Yeah. When you're a member of the Daughters of Isabella, it gives you the opportunity to make new friends and to express your views and enhance your spiritual life and to become as active as you want to. Your talents and energies are recognized and definitely needed, that's for sure. Yeah. yeah. Our state and international departments of our organization set our rules and guidelines, what we have to follow. Um, every year we have a state convention or a conference. Every other year we have a convention, and in the off years we have a, a conference. Um, this year we're, our convention is going to be in uh, Garden City, Kansas, uh, in March, at, th- at the end of March. And uh, at the state conventions is where we get the opportunity to suggest changes that we'd like to have made in our organization or in our group or whatever, and that we vote on it at that point. And then once every other year, there's an international conference, or no, convention, not a conference. Uh, this last year it was in, or this year it was in Canada. And um, Jerry and I both went to that, and it was very enlightening. It was fun, but it was very enlightening. And we changed, we voted on a lot of changes this year. We changed our, the way we do our our business meeting. We changed a lot of our prayers, which, which changed a lot of things at that convention this year. So yeah. it, it was a very big convention to go to. Nice. And again, that's where we vote, you know, for the major changes and that type of thing. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. But it was, it was wonderful to go. So had a great where time. was it again? In Canada, in wow. Toronto. Toronto. Wow, in Toronto, wow, mm-hmm. wow. Gosh, join Daughters of Isabella so you can go to Canada. Right? Yeah. Right. That's pretty cool. That's yeah. pretty doggone cool. So right. it's in yeah. Cleveland, Ohio in two years, right? In two years. Yeah. Oh, that's not quite so, as fun. Well, it's still fun. It's still yeah. fun. It's okay. Still, <laughs> it's just fun to get together and have yes. two fun things, yeah. you know, and that type of thing. And get to know other people, other circles and that type of thing. Yeah. Find out what they do and how they you know, work their their meetings and their money making activities and their their um, membership drives and that type of thing. It's just interesting to get together and you know to learn all of that new stuff from other people. Sure. So sure. Yeah, and you get to see the same same people sometimes over and over yeah. and other times it's all new people. So yeah. it all yeah. depends. A lot of friendships built. Oh, definitely. During that time. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah very yeah. nice. Very mm-hmm. very nice. Yeah. All right. So, um, Jerry, did you have anything that you wanted to add to that? 
Um, not really, except for that. To me, it was it was amazing too um, how they handled the uh, the two languages spoken mm -hmm. oh, okay. uh, because um, you know we had the translator earphones, which was amazing. But there was some that you know huh. understood both languages, yeah. and I thought that was um, uh, pretty interesting. But one thing I found out too, and it's what caused a lot of changes in our uh, procedures and and uh, national bylaws is that. It takes Canada more words to say the same thing we do, ah, <laughs> and so and then their interpretation of something might be different than our interpretation. And with all the um, politically correct stuff, yeah. I think we needed to change some of that so it was a little more uh, inclusive for everybody. I thought that was interesting too. Yeah. So. Yeah. And I did get to go see Niagara Falls. <laughs> that was on my bucket list. Yeah, yeah. So how was that? that it was. was pretty, it yeah. was. It was cool. It was yeah. really cool. Wet. I mean, the wind, you know, and yeah, stuff. But yeah. I didn't get to spend a whole lot of time there. Yeah. But it was. It was enough. So I. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Ah, uh, so good. So many good things to share. Why did you, you know, why did you become, there's so many organizations out there, right? You know, why did you choose Daughters of Isabella to really put your time and talent towards? All right, so Jerry's the one that lifted her hand. So, <laughs> so let, let's hear it. Why did you decide? Well, to go back a little bit, I used to be very active in the American Business Women Association, and that kind of dissipated. Okay. And so I was kind of looking for something, and, and um, I joined the VFW out of... Um, my hometown, which is Grinnell, Kansas, okay. and um, my mom was very active in the VFW and also the Daughters of Isabella, mm -hmm. and she always encouraged her daughters, five of us, to uh, join stuff like that. And uh, so one day I just did. I have been a you know lifetime membership of the VFW, but since it's way out there, I'm not really active. So I was looking for something more active here. Yeah. And I visited a couple of times, and then I signed up. Nice. Wow. So. Wow. And, and so, Peggy, what would you like to say about that? Why did you decide to join Daughters of Isabella? Well, my husband, Rocky, was very active in the Knights of Columbus. Um, he, he used to be district deputy for, for several years, and so we'd go to all of these state meetings. And when the men were in their meetings, why the women would gather and do some fun things, and a lot of times we'd just sit around and visit waiting for our men to get done and many times the daughters of Isabella would come up and I would go well tell me about it you know I, I'm just not familiar with it mm -hmm. and so they talked to me about it a lot and that type of thing and so when I came back to Hayes why I talked to some, some of the women around here about it and at that time when I joined which was 20 years ago it was a little more of a, of a secretive the information was not out there as as easy as it is now mm -hmm. and uh, so I didn't really get a lot of information so I thought well okay now I'm really curious I want to know what's going on and mm -hmm. so I asked if I could you know go to a meeting and at that time you had to be invited to a meeting and there was like only one or two meetings a year where they actually invited outsiders to come in and and give information to see if you wanted to join and so I went to one of those and I decided yes I definitely wanted to join because I felt like I needed more spirituality in my life and I wanted I wanted to get to know people I mean I worked at the Social Security office for 45 years but you don't get to know anybody because I mean other than the people you work with because it's so confidential that you're trained to forget everybody's name and you know 
that type of thing. And so I wanted to get a, some relationships for when I retired. And so I opted to go ahead and join. And like I said, that was 20 years ago. And I, I could say that I'm really proud to be an active member of the circle. Our members are dedicated women, and they really come through for the different activities that we do. Yeah. And uh, they step up to volunteer for just so many things. And uh, and the talents better, are for the betterment of our of our circle and that type of thing. Prayers for our members that are not able to at, to actively participate is what gets us through you know some of the rough spots. Mm-hmm. And I always ask God's blessing on each and every one of our members because they are just. They're just so precious to me. I just think they're wonderful ladies. We need to take a break right now, but don't change that dial. We'll be right back with more from Peggy Feltis and Jerry Zarr on the 100th celebration of the Daughters of Isabella. We're back on One Body, Stewarding God's Creation. Peggy Feltis and Jerry Zarr. The Daughters of Isabella Circle 254 celebrates their 100th anniversary. Kelly Roper conducts the interview. We are talking with Peggy Feltis and Jerry Zur, talking about the 100th anniversary of the Daughters of Isabella. Um, we just found out about how they became interested and, and why they decided to join Daughters of Isabella. So tell us about the local 100th anniversary celebration that's coming up next year. I think we talked okay. about it a little bit, but yeah. we can well, okay. go into more detail. Okay, first of all, let me explain, I guess, how we decided to do this 100th anniversary oh, okay. celebration. Sure. Sure. Okay. When I became regent, of course, I went through the list of everything that I was going to have to, you know, do as regent. And uh, one of the things that came up was our circle was going to be turning 100 years old on April 23rd. Uh-huh. And so I thought, oh, my gosh, what are we going to do? I want to do something special. We want to do something kind of big, you know, that type of thing. And so I, I really prayed hard about it. And one day I was just kind of going through the internet and looking for different things, different ideas and that type of thing. And this came to my mind that um, we should have a positive and motivational speaker come in and talk to us and have a nice banquet and have something kind of up to beat and, you know, kind of really nice. And so I went in and scrolled to see what I could come up with. And this guy's name just kept coming up, just kept coming up and just kept coming up. His name is Tom Krauss. He's he is a motivational speaker. He's a writer for uh, Chicken Soup for the Soul books. Okay. Uh-huh. He's also written several other books. He's got one book that is in uh, being made into a movie right now. But anyway, so I decided to put it before our circle to see if they wanted to do this. And of course, they're all going, "Oh, that's so much work," and I don't know if we can do that or not. Yeah. But we finally decided to go ahead and give it a try. And so I have him booked for April 22nd uh, out at the Rose Garden. And it's going to start at 6 o'clock. We're going to start selling tickets in January. We're trying to get sponsorships to help us fund this, obviously. And we've got several sponsors that have sent in money already. And thank you very much for that. Um, he's a contribu- Mr. Krause is a contributing author to the Chicken Soup for the Soul book, like I said. 
And some of the other books he's written is Touching Hearts and Teaching Greatness, uh, The Little Boy's Smile, which is a children's book, A Teen's Guide to Not Being Perfect, and Go Big Blue, which is the one that's being made into a, a movie, which is a story about the 1974 Boonville Pirates in Missouri, in Boonville, Missouri. Mr. Krause's poem, The Volunteer's Creed, is featured in the Chicken Soup for the Volunteer Soul book. Um, he's presented before thousands of people for the past 10 years speaking at conferences around the world. I mean, he's, he's well known. His topic, You Make a Difference, has been highly praised by businesses, volunteers, fundraising, corporate, and educational audiences. Um, he features heartwarming, humorous, true stories that make audiences feel appreciated for their contributions to those around them. Um, he published articles on leadership, business, and education, and has appeared in international and national publications. He's one of the most, uh, one of America's most powerful, inspirational, and motivational speakers. He was an educator in the Missouri um, and a coach in the Missouri public school system for over 20 years. Mm-hmm. And speeches are uh, are good for audiences of all ages and all walks of life. So I'm I'm really hoping that we get a lot of interest and a lot of people that are interested. Our goal is to sell 400 tickets. Okay. So. You know, if you want to, if you're interested, obviously, you know, like I said, the tickets should go on sale in January. Mm-hmm. But I think it'll be a very enjoyable evening. I, I'm really looking forward to it. Yes. So. And and so is it open to to everyone or yes. just to Daughters of Isabel? No, no, open open to the public. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. We want more. We want people to just come and enjoy the evening, and and yeah. you know, we'll be celebrating our our anniversary, obviously. But yeah, it's definitely for anybody that wants to come. That's um, great. And mm-hmm. does it include dinner? I guess. Yes. Yeah. It's, uh-huh. yeah. It's, yeah. yeah it's a banquet, and there'll actually be an open bar if you're interested, a cash bar yeah. if you're interested yeah. in that. And we're, uh, we're having it at the at the Rose Garden. Rose Garden. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And uh, of course, the food out there is excellent. So that should be a ticket to get, I mean, yeah. <laughs> a reason why you want to come. Exactly. But it was it was kind of funny because, like I said, his name just kept coming up on the internet when I was looking for this, yeah. and then when I contacted him, why he was available and everything just kind of fell into, place. fell into place. And so it was like, okay, this is meant to be, this is this is something that we need to do. Yeah. So, Well, I think that part, the hundredth, uh, the the big celebration on the 22nd of April, you know, there it's pretty self-explanatory. We need to sell at least 400 tickets, and uh, we are hoping for sponsorship also to help um, pay for sure. Mr. Krause and his hotel room and et cetera, et cetera. But we are also going to celebrate the actual day of our anniversary, and that is April 23. Okay. So, um, as a cl- or as a group, we are going to attend the ten o'clock mass at the Immaculate Heart of Mary Church on Sunday, uh, April twenty-three. So nice. that's for the actual uh, yeah. celebration. So, and I believe there are daughters, a lot of other daughters of Isabella uh, circles across the state are having different ways of celebrating theirs Mm -hmm. and uh, it's interesting to see that uh, what they're all doing but uh, we have chose to do this and uh, and Peggy's done a lot of work on it and we're worried proud of her for doing it yes Um, it is a lot of work yeah yeah, so it is always always a lot of work but uh, excellent but the the, the mass is for not just the members but their families also if they want to join 
So, yeah. 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 So, you know, it might have piqued somebody's interest out there that, that they, they would like to find out more information about joining the Daughters of Isabella. So if that's the case, what should they do? They should contact Peggy Feltus at 785-628-1336 or her email at rfeltus at ruraltel.net. And if you didn't get that, it's also listed in the bulletin every week, the Immaculate Heart of Mary Bulletin. It's uh, got her listed as the uh, regent of the Daughters of Isabella and is the main contact person for most things. So you can um, find that there also. So. And they can also come to our next meeting. Welcome anybody that wants to come and visit and become a potential member. Or, and if they want to join that night, we've got applications available and they, they can fill it out and we'll, we'll get them as a member that night. Where's, where's that at? At the Immaculate Heart of Mary <laughs> Activity Center. Normally, we meet on the second Tuesday. But and so they can come and fill it out and see if it's really sure. something that they're interested in before Absolutely. they actually mm-hmm. actually join. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just come to visit us. Um, so I have kind of an, an, an off-script question here. Sure. There was somebody after the Knights of Columbus were in yesterday... They, um, they, they were talking about, you know, insurance and different things that are available to members of the mm-hmm. Knights of Columbus. And somebody came in who was single. They came in to drop off a donation. And they asked if, uh, you know, because they're, 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 it was a woman, so she can't join Knights of Columbus, <laughs> okay. right? And she's single, so she doesn't have a husband that can join Knights of Columbus. So she was asking if it was possible somehow for her to still receive those benefits. If she joined Daughters of Isabella, would it would it count? No, not no, for, not for no. Knights of Columbus insurance. Okay. It does not. Well, shucks. Yeah. I was thinking of her. I can't remember. I, I apologize. She probably hears me because I think she listens to Catholic Radio a lot. And I apologize. I don't remember your name. But she brought us up a beautiful plate of, of cookies and muffins. Oh, and nice. and yeah. it was it was really nice of her to do that. And and so, yeah, just uh, but call them. I said call them because I think some relatives maybe that were Knights of Columbus. Mm-hmm. So yeah. maybe somehow it, she can make that work. But yeah, unfortunately, that yeah. we don't have that available yeah. through the Daughters yeah. of Isabella. Too bad. Yeah, I wish yeah. we did, yeah. but we don't. Yeah, because yeah. there are single people out there that don't really have a way to do yeah. Knights of Columbus. So Absolutely. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. that would be a benefit. All right. Yeah. So, what haven't we talked about okay. with Daughters of Isabella? We kind of kind of skipped over some of the donations that we do because um, we do do a lot of activities uh, to make money. Mm-hmm. And um, we have our bingo that we put on at the activity center. I think it's usually three times a year. All the members. Food and craft bingo. Food and craft bingo. Mm -hmm. And all the members bring something to donate. We have a a good turnout for that. It's the the old push across uh, (laughs) bingo cards. And uh, we have a good turnout for that and money making. And Peggy had mentioned about the breakfast at the uh, VFW that we sponsor. Also, we do a bingo every other Friday at the uh, bingo house, the Heritage Bingo House, which is just down below us. And uh, we the money we make from that uh, goes to donations. And we've donated to the scholarship fund. Um, we also have a, a Kansas sonogram fund. Now, the Knights of Columbus, if I'm correct, buy the sonogram machine and we buy the table that it sets on. 
So, and our money goes for maintenance of those two. Yeah, nice. so maintenance. Mm -hmm. So, um, we also give donations to the priests and the deacons of all the tri parishes here or in uh, Hayes area. Uh, kind of a Christmas bonus. Uh, we donate to the mortuaries uh, simply because they we have these capes we wear as honorary pallbearers at funerals. And they store those for us, so we've, and they're always so nice and accommodating. They call us when a family member wants us to either pray the rosary or, or uh, do an honorary pallbearer. Um, and let's see, uh, we've also donated some to Hayes High Project Prom, Thomas More, Holy Family. We've donated to the Bacahita, I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that, Mountain Home for Human Trafficking Survivors, mm -hmm. the ARC, you know. So the money we make, you know, that's part of our contribution to society also. Mm -hmm. And first call for help, I mean. Um, the seminarians. Just, you know, mm -hmm. and uh, we send, uh, we do a thing for our, Chris, our ladies that are homebound or in the nursing home and can't. Mm -hmm. We send Christmas cards out every year. Nice. And uh, also to all the seminarians yes. uh, at Christmas time and Valentine's Day. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, there's just so much stuff we do. Yeah. And, uh, you know, if you like to play bingo and, and uh, walk the floor with us to help make money there, that would be wonderful. You know, it's all these, all these things that we so do. I mean, we've, got, we've yeah. got like 10 pages of stuff here, but this is what we turned into the um, national so we get credit for it so because we can win awards so yeah, nice so what else would we like to share about that or about anything that you want to to share with us we have just about eight minutes left i just wanted to mention one other thing that the daughters of isabella do we all donate our time to help mm. other people do whatever um we have when you go into the meetings there's a place where you sign in and you can record the hours in that month that you have donated to help with church with the elderly with hospitals with um you know just a lot of different things and for the period of may 1st of, of 2020 through april 30th of 2022 just the members that that actually reported it which i know there's a lot more done than what was reported we had 10,192 hours donated of just helping other people do things. And wow, that's so, a yeah, lot. It is, yes, yeah. That's a lot. So, yeah. like I said, we just have wonderful members. They're just outstanding. Yeah, so good. You guys are doing so. So how, much, how many hours per week do you guys spend on Daughters of Isabella work? I spend a lot. She spends a lot. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. But I enjoy it. it you know, yeah. and, you know, as a regent, <laughs> There's a little bit more that you have to do other than the other officers, but I put a lot of into it that I don't have to, but I just really enjoy doing it. So I, I, I put a lot of time into it. And that it. was Peggy talking there. Right, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. so Jerry, how about you? I don't put in as much um, since I am the vice regent. She confers with me a lot after she's done all the work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, so uh, I appreciate she does it because I do help out at, you know, at the schools. Sure. and. um and it's not listed, but I did retire from a full-time job at one time. I was a health inspector for the state of Kansas. Oh, my. Yeah. So if you want to bring me in here to talk about all the <laughs> restaurants and stuff, I can talk all day for that. Yeah. But, uh, no, I, I'm pretty well out of that now. So, But anyway, I do 
enjoy working with Peggy, and she is a good influence and a, and a good motivator. Um, you know, she called me up and said, Jerry, can you help me here today? And I go, sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm always glad to help her because she is a good, a good leader. Yeah. So what is the re- is there any required amount of hours or any, you know, thing that you're required to do if you join Daughters of Isabella? Not at all. Okay. The only thing that you're required to do is pay your dues. Okay. That's it. Okay. All right. We a- we ask that we are active and be a part of all of these different activities and our money-making projects and our prayers and so on and so forth. But it, if you choose not to and you just want to be a member by paying your dues, you're certainly able to do that we only have about three minutes left we want to make sure that we pray for everyone who has called in so far for today so i'm going to ask you to give us your last thoughts give your contact information again and then let's say a prayer okay uh, my la- my last thought is <coughs> please be thinking about coming to our 100th anniversary celebration again that's on april 22nd at six o'clock at the rose garden you can contact any Daughters of Isabella person to buy your tickets once they're on sale. They won't go on sale until in January. Also, if you are interested in being a sponsor uh, for this great speaker, um, please contact me. Again, my name is Peggy Faltus, 785-628-1336, or rfaltus at ruraltel.net. All right. And uh, anything else that you'd like to share, Jerry? Um not really. I I think it's I think it's going to be a beautiful night. I think it's um, you know with the speaker, and uh, of course the food, and there will be some door prizes that you don't have to purchase. You just get because you came. Yes. Um, so yeah, a fun night, and the food is always good. Um, we ate there last night <laughs> at yep, the Rose Garden. Yeah. yeah. Can never tire of that. Here's a. The pecan chicken. (laughs) Ah, Nice. It sounds delicious. Can never beat that. Sounds delicious. Very good. um, Thank you, Lord, for giving us this opportunity to come here and, uh, I guess, brag about Mm. the Daughters of Isabella because I think we are because we are very proud of the organization. And um, thank you, Lord, also for all of our members and all the help they give us and the you know the backing uh they're just wonderful uh we ask for a cake and they bring us three mm-hmm. you know it, it's just it's wonderful so thank you for giving us this opportunity to reach out to the daughters of isabella in the 100th anniversary celebration of the isabella circle number 254 because of you lord i became a daughter of isabella help me to build a better world a reflection of your kingdom Because of you, Lord, I choose to live in unity. Help me to contemplate the differences and welcome my sister members. Because of you, Lord, I choose to live in friendship. Help me become a sister to all, a woman that can be always be counted on. Because of you, Lord, I choose to live in charity. Help me to witness love by sowing hope. Because of you, Lord, I am proud to be a daughter of Isabella. Help me to offer my life so that the world will have unity, friendship, and charity in abundance. Amen. Amen. And we're going to pray Hail Mary. In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. 
Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thanks for tuning into One Body Stewarding God's Creation. This year, Divine Mercy Radio is celebrating Mother Angelica, and so we'll end this show with a quote from Mother. It is titled, The Struggle. I don't want any of you to ever think that you are not going to have a struggle. Holiness is a constant struggle. It is not something you arrive at and enjoy while the rest of humanity wallows in imperfections. We are all an imperfect, miserable bunch of people, and we're going to be that way until we die. Sinners? Let's hope not. Imperfect? You bet. You're going to have inclinations, temptations to anger, lust, gluttony. Don't blame it all on the devil. You have a lot to do with it too, sweetheart. I think the old guy gets more credit than he deserves. So, examine your own heart and keep struggling to make the right choices. We love you, Mother Angelica. Pray for us. You're listening to the network of stations of Divine Mercy Radio. If today you hear his voice, harden not your hearts. Mm -hmm.